0: This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. Presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust.
1: It's The Big Show. Jake Scott alongside Gordon Monson. Jake's out this week. I'm Scott Gerrard hanging out with Gordon, which is always a pleasure.
0: Man, Scotty, it's good to hear those velvety tones of yours. (laughs) No,
1: uh, it's... Big man upstairs didn't give me a lot to work with, but gave me a pretty good voice. So, he gave you that there you go. For sure. Hey, it's no mystery. Utah's in extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at smartrain.net. It is the Smart Rain guest line. And joining us now from the Salt Lake Tribune, Josh Newman, who had the story that Charlie Brewer is the starter uh, for the Utes uh, when they kick off next week against Weaver State. Josh, how are you?
2: Boys, how we doing? Congratulations,
0: good. man, on breaking that story, Josh. That's good stuff.
2: Appreciate it. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. I mean, look, uh, Kyle Whittingham doesn't, uh, you know, he doesn't offer his entire hand, but he, you know, he'll uh, he'll lead you down the road sometimes. And you know, Saturday they get done with a a second and final scrimmage, and he said that they're going to make up their minds uh, Saturday night. Right? They were going to watch the film, and you know, when practice reconvened today there was going to be a quarterback in place. So, you know, we got that done, and uh, season's almost here, and they have a quarterback.
1: So, Josh, realistically speaking, was this a battle? I mean, everybody said it was. and Everybody got reps and all that other stuff. But was this job ever in doubt for, for uh, Charlie Brewer? Uh,
2: I don't know that it was in doubt. I'll say this. I mean, look. Brewer came in here in January at a time when Rising was not able to compete, right? He's coming off the, you know, the shoulder surgery in November. He was ruled out for spring practice. Uh, the hope was that he would be ready, full go, 100% in time for fall camp this month. So in the interim, Brewer comes in here. He's working with the offense. He's working with the coaching staff. Uh, he's going through spring ball. He has the big spring game like we all know about. And Kyle Whittingham this whole time was very effusive, in his praise of Brewer. You know, you don't really hear Kyle Whittingham, Kyle Whittingham gushing about anybody, but he was gushing about Charlie Brewer. So I think from that standpoint, and given his resume at Baylor, I think it was, it was Brewer's to lose. I thought that it would wind up this way the whole time. But credit to Cam Rising. Again, with the shoulder surgery, he, he, you know, he was able to get healthy, and, and he made it a real, legit competition. And it was a real decision-making process, and I think it was—I uh, think it was probably harder and more competitive than maybe the coaching staff thought it was. Um, I always thought that we were going to end up here with Brewer getting the job. Yeah, uh, the way we got here was just a little different than I think we all thought.
0: So, Josh, uh, earlier in the show, Scotty and Austin and I—all three of us—agreed that if the Utes get great quarterback play this season. They would, I I think, and I think you guys agree with me that uh, they are strong contention to win the conference this year. Are we up in the night, or do you agree?
2: No, I agree. I agree. Um, I think Brewer brings, at, at a very minimum, Brewer brings an element to that position that this Utah team hasn't had, at least in the recent past. And look, that's not to say that Tyler Huntley wasn't really good and, you know, and Brian Johnson and all these guys, but you're getting a graduate transfer with 44 games of power five experience in Brewer, right? He's played in a big 12 title game. He threw for over 200 yards in a sugar bowl. He's won 11 games in a season as a starter. Utah has never had that. So yeah, I I agree. I think with Brewer at the wheel here now, I think that, look, I already thought that Utah was going to contend for the Pac-12 South. This only strengthens, you know, that conviction, right? That Utah can be a factor. Um, Look, You're the betting favorite in the first four games, okay? Weber State, BYU, San Diego State, Washington State, and then you got to go to USC. And we all know that you know Utah has had more than its fair share of trouble at USC. If you're going to win the Pac-12 South, you got to win at the Coliseum. Um, Is is this the kid to get it done? This big arms, you know, Power Five quarterback with almost 10,000 yards passing? I think so. But you still have to play the game,
0: man. Let me get a Kleenex out before I say this. But can you imagine if Ty Jordan was available to the Utes this year? I mean, I'd pencil them in as league champs.
2: Yeah, it's um, it's a shame. It's I I I think about Ty Jordan often, not so much from a football standpoint, but from a from a personal standpoint, look, COVID was weird, and you know we we never got to meet Ty Jordan, right? I never got to shake Ty Jordan's hand and um, and look him in the eye and and, and get to know him. I, I think about Ty Jordan a lot. Um, look from a from a strictly football standpoint, credit to Kyle Whittingham because even before Ty Jordan's death, Kyle Whittingham had had made it clear late last season that he was going to hit the transfer portal looking for help anyway, even with Ty Jordan. So. Uh, With Ty Jordan no longer with us, uh, and Jordan Wilmore transferred, Devin Brumfield transferred, Kyle and the coaching staff, they've hit the transfer portal hard. So you've got Chris Curry from LSU and T.J. Pledger from Oklahoma, uh, Tavion Thomas, who's a junior college transfer. He's really kind of turned some heads in in training camp. So um, new faces at the running back position, but that, that room is still pretty stacked.
1: Morgan Scali uh, mentioned in the media scrum, and I'm, I'm assuming you heard these comments. Somebody asked about you know, the 2019 comparisons that Kyle Whittingham has been throwing out. And he mentioned, hey, we're right there defensively. Front seven's good. Uh, if there was any concern he had, it would be experience in the defensive backfield. Uh, how concerned should Utah fans be about that defensive backfield? Because I look at the talent level, it looks great. I, I just – if the experience factor can be mitigated by that talent, I think they'll still be pretty good on the back end. What are your thoughts there?
2: I think they're going to be good on the back end. And, look, are they inexperienced? Yeah. Look, Clark Phillips is a uh, is a second-year guy. Uh, J T. Brockton only got his first extended experience at cornerback last season. Um you know you have to you have to be optimistic about it because don't forget these guys played five games Damn. last season. It's not like we didn't play football. There was you know they played five games. They got some experience. Um, that unit going into last season was a concern. I think going into this season, you look at it more of a strength. Um, and to your point about Morgan Scally, I thought he very astutely did did make one point. He said that um, they don't you know these. These younger guys, they don't have experience in terms of playing in a full stadium, because now remember, COVID, right? There were yeah. no fans in the stands. They've never played in front of 55,000 people at Rice-Eccles. They've never played in front of 75,000 people at the Coliseum. So that, to me, is the interesting part. How do these guys react to you know, the crowd, the surges, the ebbs and flows of a game under normal conditions in a full stadium?
0: You know, Josh, and the pressure is on the back end of that defense because teams generally can't run the ball on that UD, and so what do they do? They turn to the pass, right? Yeah, you know, consistently
2: teams have turned to the pass. Uh, I think the interesting thing to you know to pay attention to was, um, out of necessity last season, the back end guys they were playing more zone. There wasn't a whole lot of man. I think you know now with guys like Clark Phillips and J.P. Brockton, you're going to start seeing a lot more man, a lot more pressing, um, one-on-one, running with a receiver, trying to make a play, and that's what this Utah secondary under Morgan Scalley is generally built to do: is to play man, run with a receiver, um, make a play on the ball. You weren't seeing a ton of that last season. I, I think that was the reason for some of the struggles, uh, at least early, early last season when they were playing zone.
1: Uh... Josh Newman, kind enough to join us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. So, obviously, you know who the quarterback is right now, and he seems to be more than capable to handle that position. Where's your concern level at the wide receiver? I know Kyle Whittingham called out Solomon Enos, said that he's had himself a nice camp. But overall, from a wide receiver core, and I know they'll get a help because they've got a great core of tight ends, so that helps alleviate some, some aspects of the passing attack. But where are you at on the wide receivers going into the start of the season?
2: You know, I wouldn't call it a concern. Uh, I think there's definitely, uh, questions once you get past the first few guys. I think Solomon Enos said on Saturday, and I'm paraphrasing here, Solomon Enos said that they were, they were pretty solid up to number five, uh, which means it's Britton Covey and Solomon Enos and Theo Howard, uh, Devon Vele, and the fifth is escaping me at the moment, but they, um, they like five. They would like more than five, you know, uh, Covey and, and uh, and Kyle Whittingham had said at various points during camp that, you know, they're optimistic that maybe five could turn into, like, seven or eight if things break right. But as you said, um, you can alleviate the fact by having five wide receivers by the fact that this Utah team utilizes the tight end as a pass catcher, right? We know what Brant Keithy is, right? All-patch fall type of kid. Uh, Cole Fotheringham has been around the block. Now, um, Dalton Kincaid is a is a curious type of type of product for me um he came in last year played in a bunch of games he was an fcs all american um in 2019 so we'll see if his role increases um you know again wide receiver not a concern question mark maybe a little bit but you know nobody sounds too concerned about it i'll say that Mm,
0: okay josh as you were talking about earlier uh the Utes have that early run But uh, then they go down to the Coliseum. We had the Trojans beat writer from the register on, uh, I think it was what, also, what was it, a week ago or something like that? And I was surprised at how how negative he was about the Trojans. He made them sound like they were pretty vulnerable this year. I can't, I don't understand why the Utes haven't been able to win at the Coliseum. I mean, I've covered a lot of those games, but maybe this is the year
2: look i know they've lost again i i have not covered it, a full utah season yet gordon you would know better than i but i do know that you know that utah has lost uh, at the coliseum five you know they own five since joining the pac12 uh, at least a couple of those five have been un, under some crazy circumstances look even the game two years ago right in 2019 when utah was stacked you know with all the seniors that was some crazy circumstances with a backup USC quarterback. Uh, Zach Moss got hurt early in that game. Uh, I think there is something to be said for good fortune and staying healthy. There is an element of, I don't want to say luck, but you know, crazy things tend to happen. Um, I think Utah's better. Like I think I think USC is very good. I think they're top 15, top 20, good. I think Utah's best now, especially now with Brewer. That quarterback. I just think Utah's best is better than USC's best. Is there something about the Coliseum? Is there something about that road trip? You know that they haven't been able to overcome. I don't know, but I, you know, man to a man, all things equal, I just think Utah's better.
0: Mm-hmm. Kyle Williams a better coach than Clay Helton, in my opinion. I would agree with that too.
1: Josh, appreciate it, man. Great stuff, great insight, and uh, look forward to catching up with you again here soon.
2: Be good, guys. Appreciate it,
1: Josh Newman. Salt Lake Tribune right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.